Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about wild boar. Catalonia has a pig problem. Numbers of Sus Scrofa, the Eurasian wild pig, have shot up here in recent years. And with that, so too has the potential for conflict between them and us. Trash cans raided, crops destroyed, celebrities attacked. Can anything be done to bring the situation under control? Coming up in today's podcast, we'll hear various views on that from a biologist, a farmer and an environmental official. And I'm joined today by Christina Tomas-White and Gifrey Jordan. Hello to you both. Hi, Lorcan. Christina has also been out hunting for boars this week. Not actually hunting, but, you know, out boar spotting this week. (laughs) And uh, talking to residents affected as well. So we'll hear how you got on very shortly. Mm -hmm. People living here, I think, are more than aware of this issue. But Barcelona's boars actually became, I'd say, pretty famous internationally during the pandemic because we saw a whole load of viral videos of boars wandering around empty Barcelona streets. Yeah, actually, there's like a very famous avenue crossing the whole of Barcelona called Diagonal, Diagonal. And, you know, in the upper part of Diagonal, uh, they used to like walk and, you know, as if it were like the middle of a forest. Everyone was in lockdown. It was all the curfews. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just a bit surreal to see. The pigs were out. (laughs) We were were inside. It's always like very busy areas with cars and so on. And you could see like. But loads of wars there. So, yeah. And of course, Barcelona is, for people that don't know, is obviously situated right beside the Coilsarola mountain range, which is just behind. So obviously they, that's their kind of natural habitat. And they just kind of eventually wander down right into the city. I mentioned celebrities there at the start. Uh, Shakira made headlines. Uh, she did. She did. It was in the BBC, The Guardian, and all over US press. Everywhere. She was attached. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, her bag was attacked because I guess she had food in it. But this is something that happens pretty, pretty, pretty often. often um, yeah. It just made headlines because it was Shakira. Shakira yeah, <laughs> she, did, she did an Instagram story. And, and maybe because in other countries, you know, encounters with wild boars are not that often occurring. But in here, I mean, it's not that strange if you go out and about, maybe not, you know, in the middle of the city, but in areas closer to Colchorua mountain range, for instance, or in the Girona area, it's quite typical. I mean, if you haven't you know, come across a wild boar in the street, or if you haven't seen any of these viral videos, uh, they're not like you know, domestic pigs. They have hair. The little piglets have light and dark stripes, which eventually turns reddish and then darker brown when they're about 10 to 12 months. Both sexes have prominent tusks that you can see. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Uh, and uh, they grow larger, quite large in males. Look like a Pick, but 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 with tusks basically yeah no? basically yeah and and hairy I've never noticed the tusks to be honest <laughs> well yeah watch out for them um, <laughs> in Catalonia at the beginning of the 20th century the wild boar was actually very close to extinction but now the situation is very much different it's kind of throughout the 20th century it started to grow their numbers and now in the last uh, 10 20 years it's just exploded yeah actually now there are um, approximately 200,000 wild boars, uh, up to 230,000. Actually, it's one of the uh, latest estimations. And only 10 years ago, there were only 100,000, so half of them. So in in just a decade, we've doubled the number of wild boars. So now the problem is double. (laughs) And and, and they're present apparently in 93% of Catalonia. So um, but as we said there earlier, kind of concentrated around Girona and just outside Barcelona here as well. And Christina, this explosion in numbers has led to some serious issues. 
Right. So uh, many farmers, uh, especially like in the Lleida area, near Girona, um, and even even close to Barcelona as well, uh, they complain that they are harming their crops. They eat all sorts of crops. They do especially like corn. Um, they've been the cause of a number of car crashes, accidents. They've also been found to carry African swine fever, not in Catalonia, but there have been outbreaks in northern Italy and Belgium. So that's something that authorities are keeping an eye out for. Mm-hmm. And actually, only last year, there were 3,000 accidents, car you know, car crashes related to wild boars. So that's 10 per day, almost 10 per day. It's incredible, isn't it? Well, actually, someone who was involved in a car crash, Aloy, uh, got in touch with us and told us what happened to him. So we had the accident last August. It was a clear day, shortly before sunset. We had just left La Pobla de Claramunt towards Igualada, and we were driving our car along a regional road. We had a hill on the right side of the road and a downward slope on the left. As we were driving, something that struck our attention was that there was no protective barrier to prevent rock falls from the hill. But obviously what we did not expect was that the black object uh, would come off the hill and land exactly in front of our eyes. It was not a rock, but a wild boar. And it, it looked like the animal had slipped. We had almost no time to react and we crashed into it before we were able to stop the car. The impact destroyed the front of the vehicle, uh, but surprisingly, the the animal was unharmed. We knocked it to the ground and left him concussed for a few seconds, but then it got up and immediately ran down the slope. No traces of blood on the front of our car, just mud and hair. So as you can imagine, it was very difficult uh, for us to later explain to the Catalan police what happened uh, because the animal had completely vanished. Oh, it doesn't sound good at all, per Aloy and uh, the per Boer too. All sorts of chaos, really, they're causing, Christina. <laughs> yeah, you know, they get into the trash sometimes. Uh, a number of people have been bit by them. They like to dig up gardens. Uh, recently, they destroyed a motorcycle because it had a melon in the seat. So, oh, really? <laughs> well, but basically, one of the things That's about insane. them is they eat anything. You know, I think in, in, in they're omnivorous. They are opportunistic. So, <laughs> very resourceful. Yeah, very animals. resourceful. And they adapt quickly to any, you know, ecosystem. Yeah, pretty much any habitat. We've mentioned a couple of times uh, Coitserola, the hills just here beside Barcelona. And earlier this week, Christina went to Les Planas to speak to the residents there. Barcelona might be a densely populated, bustling city, but you don't have to go far to find nature. Hop on a train from Plaza Catalunya in the city centre and in under 20 minutes you're already in the mountains. This place is prime wild boar stomping ground. It's, it's hard to believe that Las Planas is still part of Barcelona, is actually part of Barcelona because it feels so remote. I'm on the side of a road and it feels like it's the middle of nowhere, but just out here on the mountain, very few people, the kind of place where if you walk by someone, they'll say hi which doesn't happen when you're below the mountain in the city. Me and Maxime, my trusty assistant slash intern, are on a mission to find wild boars. And, of course, to talk to the people who live in the neighborhood to see what they have to say about them. Yeah, sure. So my name is Sveta. The first person we run into is Sveta, who I find waiting for the bus. 
Yeah, I actually see them quite often. I've seen several babies, you know, and moms and yeah. She tells me she doesn't mind them and definitely doesn't think they should be hunted. Even though they once tried to steal her bag, her very own Shakira moment, I think to myself. Uh, no, I was just sitting at the, at the bus stop, waiting for the bus. And so a young boy came uh, and tried, you know, to, to grab my bag, but yeah, he didn't succeed. He just, you know, covered me in dirt and the bag in dirt. That was it. I try to talk to a few other people waiting at the stop, but only Manuel, a bus driver on his break, wants to talk to me. He doesn't live in the area, he says, but he tells me it's normal to run into boars when he has to work the route he's doing today. He says he's seen their numbers grow in the past few years and that he has to stop to avoid hitting them. They're not scared of his bus anymore. After a few unsuccessful attempts to talk to the only three other people at the stop, we hop onto the bus that's about to leave. It's either that or a 30-minute hike to where we're supposed to meet the next interviewee. And as you wait for Jesus from the local neighborhood association beside the community center, not far from the abandoned tuberculosis sanitarium, we try to chat with a handful of people who walk by. Juan Pera, a 61-year-old Baividrera native and retired neighborhood baker, tells me there didn't used to be as many boars. He used to deliver in the area we're in, and he says he'd never used to see them here. If you saw a boar, you'd throw a party, he exclaims. Paola, an Italian woman who's lived in the area for the past five years, tells me how she was bit by a boar while taking out the trash. Her daughter is now terrified of them, she says, and they have to drive to the closest trash cans. But when I ask her what she thinks about those who say they should be hunted, she's appalled. They were here first. We've invaded their habitat. By the time we talk to Jesus, who arrives with his faithful dog Nino in tow, I begin to pick up on a theme. While Las Planas residents are possibly more likely to run into boars on a daily basis than most other people, very few seem to think that hunting them is a good idea. Jesus confirms this hunch when he tells me the neighborhood association is in favor of sterilizing them, even though they know it's more complicated and costly, despite their growing population and the growing number of run-ins with them. If there are that many boars, it's our own fault for letting Vietnamese pot-bellied pigs they've bred with loose in Coitzarola, or for feeding them like pets when we see them in nature. When we leave, he tells us to get our cameras ready. It's starting to get dark, so now is ideal boar sighting time. Haven't seen too many boars yet. Uh, I've seen a couple. One of them stared right at us, which is a bit unpleasant, but then he hurried away. I'm a bit disappointed by the time we make it back to the Las Panas train station after, of course, a 30-minute trek back because the buses don't run that often. By the end of our adventure, I think I've only seen three boars.
Only three? I, I would be incredibly excited if I saw three more. No, it's like, you've seen it all before. I mean, I've seen more on other occasions. So yeah. I, was, I was hoping to see more since yeah. they've been in the news so much. Well, there wasn't all that much going on. Thanks very much to Jesus from the Residents Association there and everyone else who, who, who did speak to you. I mean, I would be incredibly excited to see boars and also a little bit scared. You know, I've, I've come across boars you know, a few times, but yeah, I, mean, I think maybe I've seen three in total, like since I've lived here. Uh, what about you, Gifre? Like, you've you've only seen three, like yeah. single single boars. Sing, yeah, three, because like, every saw. time I've seen boars, it's they go in families. You know, the uh, mum, like a big one, and then three or four piglets. Oh, I'd uh, love to see a few piglets. Oh, they're, they're, they're lovely. They're really cute. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. Really cute. too cute. <laughs> I did see a little small one. The first one I saw, I remember was up in Catechase, but it was a tiny little thing, you know, but it was on its own, definitely. And then I've seen some big ones too. Well, one big one in particular, I presume it was male just from the size of it, <laughs> just basically strolling up and down the street outside my bedroom. I know I live oh, really? quite close to Colserola. <laughs> and yeah. uh, being tailed by a police car behind. He was really? just kind of like following <laughs> up and down. Like, so it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's but I, I would not like to run into something like that yeah. on my own at night. Obviously, they come out at night, as you said. But, some people, but some people are so used to it I mean I've got a friend who lives in La Floresta which is next to where Christina was uh, the other day Las Planas she always tells me oh, I can see yeah. wild boars from yeah. my home every day you know and yeah, it's like seeing a dog or a cat in the street yeah, yeah nothing special at all okay so their numbers are going up we've said that but why well it's a question we've been looking into this week. Right. I mean, there's so many different factors that we could d discuss. Um, just even the summer, there was a drought, so it was drier than usual, so they didn't have as much food. So they're a bit more adventurous than they would have been other years, going out and to find in the trash. Search, yeah. Searching for water, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, they no longer have any natural predators because the wolves that used to eat them are extinct. Okay. Um, I mean, they've been reintroduced, but in pretty insignificant in numbers. negligible okay. numbers okay. of wolves in Catalonia. And another reason is that Vietnamese pot-bellied pigs um, suddenly became fashionable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were famous uh, because of a TV series called Plats Bruts. And then everyone wanted to have a Vietnamese pig as pet. As a little pet. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, they grow and what people do is to leave them uh, to the wild, yeah, yeah. thinking they are doing a, something good, you know? Or they're just abandoning yeah. them. <laughs> but when they yeah, they're yes, abandoning them. Uh, and the problem is like uh, they bred with uh, wild boars which uh, makes the population of this species even bigger. So uh, this is creating an unbalance in that habitat. And oh. this has happened on massive numbers. Okay, okay. Uh, that's just a few reasons. To find out more, we spoke to Jaume Badia, a biologist from the University of Barcelona, Ramon Comes from a farmer's union, and Ana Sanichas, a Catalan government environmental official. There are at least 200,000 wild boars in Catalonia, more than twice as many as there were a decade ago, despite hunting campaigns that kill an average of 70,000 per year. But Ana Sanichas, the head of forest ecosystems and environmental management for the Catalan government, estimates there could actually be up to 230,000. The population in Catalonia has increased uh, over the last decades. One of the main reasons for this exponential growth has to do with farming. Jaume Badia, a PhD and, uh, researcher at the University of Barcelona, I mean, told me. There's many factors that have contributed to this increase of the population. Probably the most relevant one has been the expansion of the aggregated land in the last decades. So Catalonia 
this is basically a Mediterranean country, so it's 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 a dry country overall. Traditionally, the most expanded and the most uh, widespread land were uh, basically this kind of dry farming typical from our area, right? And in the last decades, uh, irrigated land has expanded quite a lot because it's more productive. Not only is this method of farming more water intensive, something Badia thinks will likely be unfeasible in the future due to climate change, but it also attracts more boars, especially when it comes to crops like corn or barley. And because it's more productive, uh, at the same time, this is like a double-edged sword, right? Because the, the, the farmer gets more production, gets more money, but at the same time, the wild boars get more food. Ramon Comas, a farmer from Curvins, a small western Catalonia town, can attest to this. They eat what we make a living off of, he laments. And since they make little profit, it isn't something that goes unnoticed. These creatures have been able to adapt to ever-changing environments both near urban areas and in the country, Sanitas explains, adding that their penchant for farmers' crops has caused the population to explode. And while before it was common for there to be only two to three piglets per litter, boars who feed on corn can have up to five. Litters are even bigger among those that have bred with the Vietnamese pot-bellied pigs with up to eight piglets. More boars, of course, means more crop damage, accidents, and run-ins. It's only natural that this phenomenon has people scratching heads about how to handle the situation. Okay, our thanks again to Jauma, Ramon, and Anna, and to you as well, Christina. Now, we've heard what the problem is and some of the issues and the reasons behind it. But what can be done about it? Well, that was actually the subject of an international symposium that took place here uh, just uh, a couple of months ago. The 13th International Symposium on Wild Boar and Other Suds. You've learned a new word today, like me. It took place in Montseigne in September. Um, It just shows that it's such a serious business. You know, academics from all over Europe discussing the economic impact uh, and, of course, the scientific and biological interest as well. But, yeah, they made a 12-point call to action. And essentially what they want is for the governments to make action plans. We're going to hear about the Catalan government's one in a a minute. Uh, That control the population growth and assess whether that can be done through hunting or also whether they need to develop and test other approaches and complementary methods. Uh, and they say more research is urgently needed. Uh, Gifrey, I just mentioned that uh, the Catalan government do have an action plan. Tell us more. Yeah, well, first of all, no surprise that this symposium took place in Monseigne because it's one of the areas in Catalonia and maybe beyond Catalonia where we have more wild boars. And so Monseigne is obviously this beautiful, like heavily forested area as well. So obviously that's where naturally the wild boar like to hang out before they, they come into the towns and yeah. the fields and things. Huge one in, in the heart of Catalonia, in central, in, in central Catalonia, yeah. So, yeah, the Catalan government is tackling this, this issue with this action plan, three-year action plan funded with 11 million euro. And one of the aims of this plan, obviously, is to reduce the number of wild boars by helping save hunting. That's what they say. Uh, because uh, obviously they argue that one of the easiest and most effective ways to end with this overpopulation is to hunt more wild boars. Yeah, we already mentioned they don't have any natural predators, so this is one way to keep the population under control. Exactly, exactly. So around 70,000 wild boars are hunted per year. 
but you know the administration wants to further promote it and they will create according to this action plan a concept of expert hunter mm-hmm. uh, which will be someone who will go in hunt with the others and they will be connected uh, directly with the administration to control the population they will be, they will be trained specifically to control the population of wild boars mm-hmm. another thing related to that is to promote turning wild boars into food for butchers and restaurants mm-hmm. you cannot really find wild boars here as food on let's the say menu, yeah. in the menu and they want to they want to do it in order to encourage hunters to farther uh, hunt uh, wild boars so that they will get extra money obviously another thing will be to declare the hunting emergency. That's something that will happen in early 2023. As that sounds pretty dramatic. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just for some specific areas where the problem is massive, and this will give extra tools to the administration to work uh, on that. And that's something Anasani just uh, confirmed to us this week, earlier this week. So, yeah, this is part of this action plan that will also include like helping farmers, tackling urban areas that you know where there are loads of damages because of that so and what about sterilization that's obviously another alternative or complementary method that's mm-hmm. touted yeah that's not in the current action plan because the government uh, argues that still 4 to 6 years are uh, needed uh, to further do some research on a vaccine that would sterilize them uh, and you know anasanijas also tell uh, told us that you have to do this for every animal which is difficult if you have 200,000, obviously. And costly too. Yeah, indeed. It it might be more costly, but there are, I mean, there have been calls like from environmental groups, from the Barcelona Bar Association for more humane measures to control the population. Mm -hmm. And Uh, as we heard the residents you talked to earlier, Christina, they they were very much in favour of Even the person who had been bit by a boar (laughs) who was telling me, no, no, we we shouldn't be killing them. Uh, But actually the Autonomous University of Barcelona has been working on developing a vaccine to sterilize them, um, which they believe to be very uh, effective. They just haven't been able to test it in a large area mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, those are kind of like the big picture ideas, but then there's like smaller things you can do, like, you know, if you put your rubbish out, make sure the bags are properly tied up. And, right, you oh, know, they'll probably get into the bags anyway. Well, but okay, <laughs> make sure the lid is properly closed, <laughs> right, I don't right. know, but, but they're actually, you know, councils are yeah, actually yeah. making... And tra- don't, don't feed them. Don't f- that's, yeah, that's like rule clear. number one. Rule number don't one. Don't feed pigeons too. I know there's nothing to do with this podcast but it's <laughs> just a like per- personal public announcement from Deep Red. As someone who don't lives near Plaza Catalunya please stop feeding the pigeons stop feeding the pigeons don't feed the boars don't feed the pigeons so what do you do if you see one I checked this because like after my encounters I was like okay next time I want to be prepared um, you're cute why are you so scared ooh, I don't know pretty, I saw a pretty big one like yeah I and mean I find them kind of scary yeah well I'm glad I'm not the only one and when I started to read uh, they say don't run boars yeah. can run faster than humans so there you go uh, uh, we've got good reason to be scared back away slowly uh, facing them but try not to make eye contact too so oh, uh, too many okay. things yeah, yeah. Wow. and if they charge at you you have to get up somewhere like run up a tree get on top of a bin get, like get yourself I'm thinking up. like Pamplona but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly the boar run <laughs> but, but I will say in their defence they're generally very peaceful like they usually don't bother you unless you have food in your hand yeah, okay. They're very okay. cute. They're probably more scared of me than I am. Of them. Uh, That's what I'll tell they're myself. They're probably not scared of you, but you can tell yourself that. <laughs> 
Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week, Christina? Fem es mal que un pork salt. Fem es mal que un pork salt. Uh, to do worse than a, a, a loose pig? Yeah, Is that right? to do more damage than a loose pig. <laughs> to do more damage than a loose pig, okay. Yeah, so something that causes a lot of uh, damage. Chaos, mayhem. Chaos, yeah. yeah something okay. they say in the Valencia area. Ah, this is, okay, very nice. Right, fem es mal que un pork salt. And I have to say, I love the word pork as pig as well, just, you know, as an aside. <laughs> and that's us for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do subscribe, tell your friends, your family, randomers in the streets. Uh, big thanks to everyone who spoke to us this week. And uh, multis gracias to the two of you, Christina and Gifre. Yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having us. We're back again next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, for me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adieu.